fabulous. We are live. Good all right. Job. And we have nice. a few people here too. Well, welcome everyone to our Creative Well podcast. This is our third in a series of three. So it's the final one for now. Um, this is a series of podcasts hosted by myself, Ali Manning and Rochelle Eason. Um, it's a series of conversations about creativity and life. And today we're going to be talking about creativity and sanctuary or creative sanctuary. So let me just introduce ourselves and we're going to dive into some juicy conversation. Um, Rochelle, my co-host, Rochelle Eason, has been creating pottery since the age of four and has spent the last 30 years as a professional artist and teacher. She was an invited artist to Walt Disney World, showing her amazing plant-stained art and her pottery. Um, she has been a college ceramics professor and is also a writer and an art journaler. Um, I'm Ali Manning. I have a, I'm a lifelong lover of books, paper and stationery. Um, I love to create handmade books and fill them with lots of mixed media goodness. And one of my passions though is bringing together creative communities. Um, so that's why I love this and also my latest endeavor which is the Handmade Book Club. So Rochelle, it's our final that. one for now. I can't believe it. My gosh, what a journey. What a journey. I but know. it's not to end after we're going to hopefully, yep, hopefully we'll yes. get back to this. But um, we'll definitely get back to this. Sanctuary was um, one of the catalysts for me going down this road yeah. and talking to you about doing these uh, special podcasts, health, mm -hmm. sanctuary, wellness, all that. And um, I'm so excited about this one because, you know, our homes, sanctuary we think of as our homes, but you and I were just, just discussing, um, doesn't necessarily have to be a physical space. Exactly. You know, yeah. And it can be, um, it can be how we generate, and I use the word aura, you all might, you know, think of a different word, but how we gender, generate this, this safe, um, way of being of allowing our intuition to just flow and to trust ourselves and all of that and the physical space does make a difference but I think so often people um, tend to rely on a physical space and say oh I need that happening over there so I'm comfortable or oh I need this kind of something going on in my home so I'm comfortable or so I can create or I need the perfect setup in my studio you know that mm -hmm. kind of thing and um, over all of the years that I've been married and we're going on 33. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and at, at the yeah. point, I think that we were married 21 years. We had moved 19 times. So yeah, and I think, so now we're at 21 times, I think. Yeah. And we've moved 21 times. We've moved 21 times and it's As a not- married couple. As a married couple, as a married couple, I have a very patient husband and, um, and it's not because we're military or anything like that. It's because right. I have a short attention span and, and life, oh. life just took us in different places. And, um, you know, when the kids were little, we were homeschooling, we had, we owned horses and we wanted a farm. So we had the farmhouse and 10 acres of land. And then, you know, we, so we had these different homes and each one of them, of course, I would call my sanctuary, but, um, but home and sanctuary, I don't think when you're an artist actually have to mean the same thing. And right. so what I'm trying to get to 
is that as we start waiting and we, we start saying, oh, this has to be the right shelving over here. I need to have enough shelving. I need to have a good desk. I need to have good lighting, all that kind of stuff. It's really all about, those are really all excuses. And I think so. I think that if we're going to be creative, it's coming from inside of us. And the most important thing is to find an ambiance of space that allows our intuition and our intuitive, our muse and all that to come out. Um, And I, I say all that with my husband, hopefully not listening to me because I just convinced him to redo and renovate my, my studio. So we just (laughs) invested all kinds of money. So sorry, hubby, but um, what do you think? What do you think on that topic? Well, it's funny. Well, it's funny you say that because I'm not sure I agree. Well, do I agree? Well, because recently I've had this experience where, um, uh, like my studio. So I have a studio at work, which is here, uh, but I have a studio at home, and it's been out of commission for about four months. And mm-hmm. like my creativity has been really um, suffering because I haven't had that safe physical space to work in. Mm-hmm. And and the yeah. reason is just because, um, you know, the pandemic and I my husband's office needed to renovate you know long story not very interesting but essentially all my all my husband's crap was in my home (laughs) studio and I couldn't get to it so for my birthday a very good friend of mine Mickey came and re like redid my whole studio now all his stuff is out and it's made a real difference to um how creative I'm feeling Right. So when there was a lot of physical chaos, I was unable mm. to create, but now I have order and mm-hmm. um, like physical space. I feel like I have the mental space right. to create. Right. So I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe I'm have the opposite. Well, you know, I, I agree on so many levels, but I also agree that it's because of the, of the timeline that we are in our profession. You know what I mean? Okay. We are, we're both professional artists. We both make our living by, mm. um, by art in some way, either producing, like I, I produce and I teach and you yeah. have that fabulous membership and you, and you teach and, and all of that. And so I think at this stage in our career, the physical space makes a big, makes more of a difference than it did when we were, early, when we were younger and, or at least earlier in our career. And I think that I, I think one of the things that I wanted to share with the audience is because when you're just starting out or when you're not doing this as a business, when you're doing this as a release, as mm-hmm. a way to, you know, enjoy creativity and all of its benefits, mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people do get hung up on where they're doing it because not everybody in our audience is going to have, I have two studios in my home. You know, this is, this is a filming yeah, studio. We're, we're fortunate, yeah. We are. This is a, you know, you ha- I have a filming studio. I'm just going to like pan out. You can see like where my space Ooh. is that I'm working. And that's, that's so just fancy. part of the studio. Yeah, I got all those fancy gadgets for my computer. And then I have another studio. Well, that's my pottery studio and plant staining yeah. design studio and the kilns in there and all that. But not everybody's going to have that, that access because they don't right. need it. Yeah. So I, I really wanted to kind of come from this point, um, part of me coming from this point that when you are trying to just release your whatever it is that you get through creativity, when you're trying to release anxiety, mm-hmm. when you're trying to get, you know, rest your mind and do it through art and all that, 
you really don't need much. You know, you can I grab agree. a journal and a pen and go find a, a quiet spot at a park, a coffee yeah. shop, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And so when I talk about sanctuary, I, yeah, I love it. I even pulled up pictures of our, this house. This house is the one that I feel like is really our, our true sanctuary. And I'm very protective of it. Really? Um, oh yeah. I mean, as far as even people, you know, some people are not invited in. I mean, that kind of thing. It's like, you're not bringing your negative energy into my house. Yes. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> Very protective of it. And I've never was like that before. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Is, I wonder, is that a new thing or is that a pandemic thing? Like, I wonder. That's if a new thing since this house to me. Okay. Um, and how long yeah, have you been there? We've only, this will be three years this summer. Oh, well, that's a long time yeah. for you. It's a long <laughs> it's time for me. I think, <laughs> yeah, the last house we owned, I think the longest we've, so we've owned five houses out of all those moves we mostly rented, but this is our fifth house that we've owned. And um, I think the longest that we've been in one of the houses that we've owned was like seven years. Wow. So, wow. but the shortest time we've ever been somewhere was three months. And we moved oh, because wow. of the dog. It wasn't right for the dog. Because of the dog. <laughs> Yes, that was when we were first married, but um, yeah, so that came on with this house and with the idea that we were at a different stage in our lives. Our children were mainly grown. Um, we knew that a couple of them were going to move into this house temporarily until they went off and, you know, finished college or whatever they were doing. And mm. so we, we bought this house knowing that it was really going to be, um, the retirement home for, for my husband and myself. And right. with that, we got rid of almost all of our furniture that we had taken from oh, house to house to house. I'd love to do that. Oh, yeah. We just really cleaned out. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. We've been in the same house for 22 years. You can only imagine. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, it's it happens. Cool. Right. Yeah, the attic's embarrassing. Yeah, but I well, someone's just actually made a comment though, which I think is really interesting. Um, Yvonne was saying you don't need much. Um, she likes that idea because it can actually get overwhelming if you have yeah. too much stuff. And it, yeah, like sometimes that you clutter. do need the simplicity. And mm -hmm. I feel like the mm -hmm. idea of actually going outside. Sometimes I feel the most creative when I'm actually outside. Right, and that right. to me feels more like a creative mm -hmm. sanctuary than sometimes mm -hmm. inside surrounded by all these options if I just go outside right. with a pen or notebook mm -hmm. and one black pen and I don't know a little set of watercolors yeah somehow that yeah. feels more inspiring to me you know I, I I so agree with that and and when we when we bought this house and um we were looking for space like we didn't want necessarily large square footage we wanted to feel mm -hmm. like space and so we got mm -hmm. rid of that furniture we've only brought pieces in that truly felt like us and made these little vignettes around the house. And they're just very kind of, very characteristic of our personalities. What do you mean? What do you mean by little vignettes though? Like, so I'm gonna, mean. yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and flip over. This is our doorway and of course it's purple. Um, of course. But, and some beautiful flowers there from Gloria Hill, actually, if you're watching Gloria Hill. But this is one of our, this is our entranceway. And this oh, wow. piece was something we bought specifically for this house. And then on top of it, you see my little, so my, that's a picture of me when I was four in that mm -hmm. black and white. 
And it was just very um, reminiscent of a time in my life where um, obviously I was learning, I was growing, I was in an advertisement for our company, um, the family business that I grew up in, we had a toy store, we had a chain of toy stores in Ohio and Pennsylvania. And then there's a, a little piece of art there that is not mine, actually, it's by somebody else. Mm -hmm. and um, I adore her. She has since passed away, but she was a good friend, but just mm -hmm. different things like this is, there's two trays on there. One that my husband and I went to a conference together. We both uh, like a pottery conference and we both made those trays and those are both of our trays together. So it's like each little thing has a memory to it. Um, you know, and then here it is close up. You can see that that's a drunken owl back there, by the way, that my daughter made <laughs> for me. It's an owl with drinking wine, but this is another one. This is another vignette and, you know, the purple velvet little set, uh, little sete there. But again, things that, um, remind me of different things. That's a concrete leaf that, that was made in um, a workshop that we had a guest artist come to my retail studio in North Carolina when I had it at that time. There's a, a metal um, Chinese takeout box right there that my, my friend fr that I've known since I was fi five um, welded for me and just sent to me, you know, just different things like that. Those wood pieces are actually purple heartwood that are on the wall. And I originally wow. bought those to put pottery on and then love the wood so much that I did not do that. Here's a little bit closer Aww. thing. But these little vignettes, here's another one. These little vignettes are just little areas in my house. You can kind of yeah. see how there's not a lot of clutter. There's some white wall even, which is amazing. In my younger years, I would have never had white walls, but it's just very fresh and relaxing. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, and then our, me. <laughs> Let's see the headboard. Yeah, there's my scarlet, but like that headboard was something that I waited five years to buy. And I finally was able to get it when we moved into this house. You know, wow. just different things. This is my meditation spot. Very calming, very calming. That's so interesting. And, and so all of these little areas, and then you go into my crazy studio, which is, you know, very busy and... And, but I can work from there. Really, those are my new shelvings. But the idea being that since I was working from home mm -hmm. and working at, and living at home, I wanted my world to be able to have a peaceful space that I could re rest and relax away mm -hmm. from my working space. And I may do oh, art in my peaceful space for me, and I enjoy these vignettes and just sitting by them and they inspire me and I love my room and I love that meditation but then I can go through a door to my studio and it's kind of crazy but I can walk back and right. both inspire me in different ways does that yeah. make sense yeah I hear what you're saying huh those vignettes are cute I'm just you see I'm now I'm going through my mind I'm like do I have those kind of vignettes in my house and I guess I do but I haven't um they, they're not I didn't consciously do them in our hallway. There's a typewriter. There's a, you know, uh -huh. there's a piece of furniture with a typewriter and then a picture of my late father-in-law and just some other like meaningful books. And so I, but I unintentionally yeah. created those vignettes. And so now I'm, I'm thinking, looking around my house thinking, oh yeah, you're right. And the studio yeah. here actually, you know, right. things people have gifted me, like right. things that friends and, you know, students. Huh. So, so I bet if you- surrounded by that kind of inspiration, I think. 
Right. And I think getting in touch with why it inspires you, you know, so like one of the mm -hmm. things that I had taught a writing class a while ago, and it was about, you know, taking your journal around your house and writing about the different parts of your house and how they make you feel. Houses, I have taught houses as part of my art journaling classes for decades. And we do like inside the house, outside the house, and we, we look at different things in different ways. Um, oh my God. So, but, but it's making that conscientious connection to yeah. the things that you put in your, it's curated. I, that's the word yes, that I love to curated. use. I it's know you curated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's curated. Yeah. You're right. And why is it curated? And how does that curation help you? And so, you know, one of the things, you know, years and years ago, obviously at a, as a, a homeschooling mom of four, and I, I was always producing art and, and um, selling, but, but, you know, starving artist was definitely a label that I could <laughs> live by at that point. Um, we didn't have very much money. And, yeah. but I still felt it was very important to bring things into our space that yeah. were meaningful beyond what that piece actually was you know was, right yeah the utilitarian kind of right and I would try to make it utilitarian I would always try to make the piece functional as well as meaningful and so right. um and so I so I suggest to the audience you know as we go in and, and try to give hints and I and I work with people now even um and go into stores in fact one of my friends just had me do that I used to do that in North Carolina a lot more but I just did it with one of my friends here um, yeah. But go into stores and help them, especially art shows. I love doing it at art shows, but help them kind of choose pieces that they're connected for, connected to for whatever reason, but also that are that's going to continue to inspire and grow with them in their life. So wow, that's yeah. great! Can you come up here and help me? Because <laughs> no, but I really feel like I never even think about my house this way. It, yeah. it goes back to the pottery last week, uh, like last week when we were talking to Beth, we talking to Beth. I'm like, yeah. oh, should I be thinking about my plates and, and what I put my food on? Honest to God, it's never even crossed my mind. All yeah. I know is I yeah. like a white plate. But yeah, that's, so but you now have you thought about it in those two weeks? And you said that you're you're doing a lot of what Beth, you know, kind of guided. Have you thought more about even presentation and how you're taking things in? Have you, have you I gotten haven't. to that point yet? No, I haven't yeah. got to that point yet. I'm still focusing on hemp seeds. Hemp hearts, yep, I get it, I get it. The, the I do. The food part. Yeah. But, but, but I even something get... now that's kind of going around my mind. Oh yeah, you know, and it's funny because even when we were younger and, and kind of pulling things in our house and even buying something like sheets, or, you know, or a towel for the kitchen. Oh yeah, anything little. I'm like, you know, I don't want that in my house only to serve a purpose. I want it in my house. I want it around me to make me feel a certain way. You know, the color of my sheets has to come into the tranquility of the blissfulness in my bedroom. You know, my yes. kitchen towels, it's not about matching. Now, here's the difference. It's not about oh, a color yeah. matching. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. No, I know what you mean. It's, yeah, it's about a feeling. And yeah, I would rather not, I would rather go with not having something for a long mm -hmm. time than buy something just to put there. 
and just yeah. just for the time being oh i don't like that phrase you know yeah. if if you buy something just for the time being that oh, thing is going to stick with you yeah it's going to stick with you yeah. forever because you're not going to want to spend the money to replace it because it's a waste that you bought it so i won't buy something unless it's going yeah. to really make a difference in my sanctuary in my life yeah so I want to come back though to something that you said earlier about, you know, when your kids were younger and, you know, money was an issue. Do you feel like there are different seasons within our lives and how our sort of creative spaces, creative sanctuaries change? Do you see oh, that yeah. there's been an evolution in that for you? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I think that there was always, you know, and all because we moved so many times and because we bought so many houses and each house yeah. was very different setting you know whether it was yeah. in the city or it was in a rural area or it was you know neighborhood whatever um sure each one had its own purpose and um and that purpose because i've been a creative all my life and because i've been a professional artist i you know it, there was always this underlying um box that we had to check for every place that we've been is this going yeah. to suit for my business? Is this going to suit for my creativity? Is this yeah. going to suit for the kids to be homeschooled in? You know, how, what yeah. kind of, you know, and that's, that's kind of how we got to the farm because we wanted to give them nature. We wanted to give mm -hmm. them the ability to um, yeah. learn, yeah, learn from the natural environment around them. And we had, we owned horses and we had guinea, we had 27 animals at one time on that farm between <laughs> horses and guinea fowl and chickens and yeah, all kinds of stuff. But um, <laughs> I mean, it was but that's not it, the season sure. now, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, we're in a different season now. But it's funny because my daughter and her boyfriend are buying a five-acre farm in Seattle, oh. and so she, you know, she just we just found out this week, and so she called me. She's like, "It's very much like the farm we had in North Carolina." And I said, well, what kind of animals are you going to have? And she's like, well, we both work full time, but I know we want guinea fowl and I know we want chickens and I know, you know, that kind of thing. And nice. so it's interesting to circle. see. Yeah, it's interesting to see as my season gets into this, I want it more tranquil and more, yeah. you know, relaxing that yeah. she's moving now into very much like the childhood that she was raised in yeah and yeah. It's, it's fun to see that yeah yeah that's interesting yeah it's yeah. it is interesting because now you know our kids my, my daughter's still in college so she's she, and she's about to move because of course the mm -hmm. kids you know kids in college they move every single year but I have noticed that um within each of the rooms that she has whether it's an apartment or you know a dorm room whatever you know she, I've noticed I think I noticed more um with her that she creates her own sort of creative sanctuary. It's filled with plants. Mm -hmm. She always has fish. She's always had fish. So right. there's always a couple of fish. I mean, and these oh. rooms are tiny, but there's always fish tanks. There's always, um, you know, quotes on the wall. There's always her embroidery on the wall. So mm -hmm. um, I think mm -hmm. I can actually see it more clearly with her than perhaps mm -hmm. I can in, in our house where we've been mm -hmm. for 22, right. Right. 23 years. Um, so yeah, I just, I feel like at different seasons of life, we all create our own little sanctuary. And you know, I think, I think they turn more internal as we get older too. I think your daughter's experience, I think what you're saying about your daughter is so very typical of us when we're younger. We feel like we need to have visual cues all around us to kind yes. of 
solidify or verify or validate who we want to be, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, very much so. Her room very much reflects like her personality and, and yeah, in a, not an overt way, but in, in a physical way, the plants, the sure. animals, the, the creative, but it's interesting because she has, she's a scientist, but she also loves to sew. So she has mm -hmm. these embroideries that like anatomical embroideries that's so it's wild. Like a, anatomical hearts and I don't even know what organs in the body she has but but yeah that is that's a really good point actually at that age you're still physically trying to set up your space to show who you are and I'm maybe sure get older yeah. we don't need to do that as much because we kind of yeah. know already <laughs> I think I think when we get older or at least I know because this is a you know like I said a, a, a we were able to get rid of most everything that we had and start fresh um mm. which was a goal of ours you know it was really because we had we had spent all those years moving and carrying things with us that you know were functional whatever the kids needed and, and we really didn't mm. know we really didn't know what our style was going to be as we got older and yeah. um and that was kind of the point when our last move from north carolina down to here we had one truck we got rid of everything that we owned almost except for the kids mattresses and all of my studio, we brought three kilns, pottery kilns down, my pottery, all that kind of stuff. I mean, there wasn't a lot of room on that truck for anything else. Yeah. Wow. And so we made that decision to say, you know what, let's just do a clean sweep. It's a clean, fresh start. Let's oh. take the things that are important to us. Yeah. And, and then we'll build, you know, we'll build in or pull in what, what mm. we, what we want to be, you know, what we want to feel at that time. But sanctuary and i said i'm just so protective of it and mm. you know as you get older you have different relationships that change with people and you have of course you become more yeah you become more um more of an selective. advocate for your more selective yes definitely <laughs> but also more of an advocate for your own well-being i think and your family's well-being you know well i hope so that's the goal i think it is I don't the goal. Think we're, we're all there yet, but I think that's the goal for sure. Right. And yeah. so I look at that doorway of our house as that physical threshold that, mm. um, and I'm very protective of that threshold. I'm kind of like the guard. And, <laughs> you know, we have these door um, meditation things. I should have, I should have had one in the Jewish religion. It's called, um, oh, somebody, my brain, I've lost my oh, brain. I know, I know the little thing you mean. We have yes. by the door. I yes, it, I, and I, forget what it's I, I make those all the, I make them and now I can't, this is part of my brain issue that I can't think. Anyways, okay. we have those. They know what they are, um, they'll know what they are. <laughs> yes, if somebody wants to let us know what that is. But we have, um, so I have those and there's a little hidden kind of bay in the back of each of these wall pieces and, and I put a scroll in it, in that mm. part and then mount it to the wall. And so it's there and it's hidden, it's in, in the Jewish religion, it's a prayer, but this is more like an, uh, an inspiration. And, um, and I feel like those are really important symbols that mm -hmm. remind us that when you walk through that door, you're mm -hmm. walking into our sanctuary. And right. I don't invite negative energy. If I have, I don't care if you're family or you're whoever you are, <laughs> if, if you're going to bring in negative energy, you're not coming through that door. And I'm just really protective of that. Huh. It's, I think, so I just looked it up. It, is it called a mezuzah? 
It is a mezuzah. Yes. Yeah. Thank yeah, you, Mr. Google. Exactly. Yep. Thank I you. I can Google and talk at the same time. I can Google and Zoom. Sorry. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You don't have yeah. to. I'd yeah, get one it's... of those. I'd like to get one of those and put a little scroll in the back. Just yeah. Hmm. So see something like that. So just as you were talking about, you know, it's not really. Yes, space is important, I think, but it's not the only thing. I think that there are ways for people that don't have dedicated studios, people that mm -hmm. don't have, you know, I would always tell my students for years to have a basket, just get a basket, yes. you yes, know, exactly. Basket moves around your house. Yep. Um, I have I have a, a to-go bag that's always packed and ready. It has um, oh, really? a plant journal, plant paper journal, of course. It mm -hmm. has um, watercolor pencils with water pens and some idea. pencils and, and, I, and it's in my tote and it is ready to roll. And that oh. way, whether I'm traveling or I'm just going to a doctor's appointment or I'm going to sit and wait for somebody that I have to pick up, whatever, I've got yeah. this bag yeah. and you know, you it's, take it it's ready to go. go. Mm. Yeah. Well, then, but it, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I, it's just interesting because we, because in the book club right now, we've been doing these months, well, every, every couple of months, we're doing these things called organizing corner. And we've been talking about specifically like just nuts and bolts of how to organize your space. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, we've been doing tours of different people's um, spaces and last uh, this this month I think we had I mean this lady um, Diane had the most amazing space it was two rooms I mean it was like gorgeous um, wow. but, you know we had a lot of comments from people oh I, you know I'm not that lucky all I have is a kitchen table right. but in fact that just that kitchen Sorry. table when you talk about the basket it made me think of but that just that kitchen table can be your creative space right. even right. if you have to clean it up at the end of the day exactly and you know and that was actually one of the things you know we were setting up with the furniture and all that um our kitchen window our kitchen table we put a bistro table in there i put a blue velvet settee in there not just chairs around the table wow. because i wanted a comfy spot i wanted to yeah. you know so here's you know here's the other advice that i give to people is to realistically look at your lives realistically look at your world and your day-to-day -day. Mm. and set up situations or vignettes or whatever that really tune into the reality that you face. You know, for okay. me, I knew that I would work at that kitchen table because it has beautiful light. It has wonderful light. Oh, but I knew if I just put hard chairs there at that table, mm. I was not going to sit on a hard chair all the time. I wow. knew that I like to cuddle up I have um, a little throw blanket on that little settee. I have a little pillow and I know mm. that I can sit there with my coffee. I can work at the table if I want to, but I can just cuddle up on my lap and just mm. write in my journal. And right. so that was very re that was very real for me to set up that space. Not that it had to look a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. It had, I that's had to what, use it. That's what's coming across to me is quite how intentional you are about it. Cause I, I don't think I'm in the least mm -hmm. intentional. I think we have mm -hmm. these vignettes or I have these spaces in my house and I think mm -hmm. they've just come about and I'm like, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That happens to be, yeah. you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm not right. sure I have that intentionality that you have and it's, and it's making me think, Oh, that's mm -hmm. what I should be doing. I mean, 
I hope to tell you our bedroom we still have like furniture from like dorm rooms when we were right together oh yeah and, I and get I it I hate being in that room I hate being in that room it's awful everything's mismatched mm-hmm. and we've never done anything with our bedroom because mm-hmm. we always just focusing on downstairs or right bedroom because they always want their bedrooms redecorating and, and I feel sure. like if we had more intentionality about that space I would feel a whole lot better about it so it takes it just takes you making that intention you know like for me um I I had my head so health you know has driven a lot of stuff too and so when my Mm -hmm. brain cyst was giving me so many problems and I was taking and I'm almost back to that now that my brain cyst is Mm -hmm. back um but I was taking I had to be in the bedroom for hours every day you know like napping or laying down or whatever And I was like, I need to have a space where I don't feel like I'm in this dark dungeon of a room. I need to be in a space where, because I already feel that from inside, you know, I always already felt that inside. So I wanted to, I I wanted to be able to walk into our bedroom and feel it to be peaceful Mm -hmm. and, and, and blissful. And, um, you know, and I, but I had to be intentional and I, but I do think that because we had all that same kind of furniture, we had the dorm kind of stuff. We had those, um, particle board cubbies that the kids put their toys in. Yeah. 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 All of that. They get shoved in the parents' room. What's with that? Exactly. (laughs) We're like, because you focus on your kids. That's why. That's what you do. That's why. But you know, Mm. we, we decided that, you know, our kids, we've done our job. (laughs) We've raised them they're on their own. They're all on their own. So now, I mean, we, you know, our youngest is in Maryland now. I mean, they're all gone, they're away. And so yeah, now it was our turn. And yeah. where did we want to start for just us? And our bedroom was a big part of it. And there's still pieces mm. that I need to add in. We don't, we still don't have sure. nightstands. Sure and not, nothing's um, ever done, right? Nothing's ever done, but I also, and again, I won't buy something unless it is going to specifically suit what I am looking for in there. I don't just, I, I don't just let it be, you know, Good okay. Enough. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. one of those TV shows where, you know, they come in and in 24 hours, it's like all made over. <laughs> no, um, no. And you know, and I grew up in a house like that. I grew up in a house that had an yeah. interior designer come in and pick things oh. that looked great. And my mother loved it. And I don't want to, you know, I'm not offending you, mom, if you're listening, I, it's beautiful. And it, and it was, mm-hmm. and it was what you wanted, but yeah. um, I couldn't let somebody else choose that for me. Right. You know, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, can I just, I just really want to read out a couple comments actually, because yes. I feel like they're very um, pertinent. Um, Gloria said um, she can fit all of, when we go back to this basket idea, she said, I can fit all my necessary art supplies into one clothes basket and take it when we go camping in our travel trailer. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You see, the whole idea of like a travel trailer or an RV really appeals to me. And I think the reason is because there's less stuff in it. And, you know, I I have less things to kind of clutter my mind. Um, Mm -hmm. So thank you for that, Gloria. And then this from Carol is very interesting. Carol Tardif says that Native Americans um, have a symbolic thing called a worry basket Mm -hmm. that is left at the front door and visitors are to leave their worries in the basket before they enter so as not to bring in their negative emotions mm-hmm. into a sacred space. Isn't that cool? I, I love that. Pottery, I can see mm-hmm. a pottery like worry basket mm-hmm. at your front door. Right. Oh yeah, I love it. Deb Taylor does that same thing and, and she oh, is really? she and I have talked about about that for a while. And it I think it's a phenomenal thing to do. And I've also seen worry trees. 
where they have bottles hanging from the trees at your front door. Um, so I love the worry basket idea. I love the worry tree. Um, I you know and, tree, and like ribbon, bits like, of paper and, and things written on them. So it's actually uh, I, the tree. The ones that I've seen have like glass. Think of old glass soda bottles, like old glass Coke bottles and things oh, yeah. like that. And they're hanging from the 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 tree out front. And yes, you can put little paper pieces in it. Or you can just take a bottle and hang it, and like that's symbolic of of wow. what. So there's like a basket, yeah. Um, I've seen so many, and so that sim symbolism, I think, is really, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 at kind of a, a different again a different level with with certain people that had that that are honestly. I I know this sounds horrible, but just because of of trying to protect it so much is that mm. um i'm so you know i just you'll be on the really worry basket <laughs> I, yeah they need right i need barrier. i need like a worried truck for them whatever but um <laughs> and it's funny because i have another friend that had a lifelong friend and she's always been very particular who would who she would allow in her house and mm. i always thought i i kind of had mixed feelings about that and thankfully i was always invited but um i always had mixed <laughs> feelings about that and now as I'm older, mm. um, I, I, that protection is, mm. I really, cause I'll go meet anybody outside somewhere. I'll go meet anybody okay. at the coffee shop, anything like that. Yeah. But, yeah. and I have people come into my house for classes. So I'm really, I do, I invite, mm. I have in-person classes in my house and I'm, I'm really Ooh. careful. That's I, a big deal. It is a big deal. That yeah, feels like a really big. I used to do that years and years ago, and it it was fine. Yeah. But I'm not sure I could do it now. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm really careful about that. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Tell me about the pandemic. Yeah, go ahead. I was just wondering if um, many of us have different feelings about our homes now um, since the pandemic, because now so many more people work from their homes, and during during yeah. a period during the pandemic, we're kind of like trapped in our homes. Um, and I just wonder, like, if our relationship to our home as a creative sanctuary has changed, like, for good or for bad. I, I, mm -hmm. I'm just curious. I don't, I think mine's yeah. actually, I have a better relationship with it because I felt safer there during the pandemic. And my husband now works from home. So I actually feel safer, more comfortable to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes, I definitely do. And, and it, and it allowed me to see that I, that I was truly an introvert more than an extrovert. I mean, it just kind of gave me a pass. And remember yeah. I was going through a lot of health issues at that time too. So for mm -hmm. me, it was a safe place on more than one level. You know, it allowed yeah. me the world when I had to stop being out in the world, doing so many things because of my health, the rest of yeah. the world was back in their own homes also. So it was allowing me to, you know, find a new yeah. normal right. beyond the pandemic. It was, it was a new normal for my health re restrictions. Um, yeah. Makes sense. I, yeah. And I do think, I think that a lot of people as, you know, if you look at the numbers as far as trying to get furniture delivered or, our dishwasher just broke, we had to get a new dishwasher, all that kind of stuff. If you look at everything, everything is still mm -hmm. shipping six months to eight months out. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. It took us four months to get that carpet installed. Good yeah. grief. Yeah. yeah. 
So there's a lot, I think there's a lot of people that kind of turned inward into their house. And, yeah. you know, I try to try to talk about sanctuary too, not as far as um, bringing more in. Obviously I'm a potter and I produce pottery. So if you need pottery, you know where to find me <laughs> and plant <laughs> paper, but I'm not really looking at it from that way. I look more at it from what you can get rid of, you know, because I think a lot of us oh. at our age, are in that stage where we do have this collection of stuff that is feeling like it's cluttering around us and it's kind of mm -hmm. you know closing yeah. in yeah and the, the best thing we did of course was to make that move and not everybody's going to make yeah. a move and get rid of mm -hmm. stuff but we had to I, I really if people could do this it was amazing but we we had we had everything we owned in three storage buildings in a transition time going from North Carolina to, to Florida. And we yeah. could only do one truck and one storage building equals one truck. So oh. we had to get rid of the equivalent to two full size, huge storage buildings. So two thirds and of we took truck. A, yeah, and we took a week, we, were, we had folding tables out in front of the storage complex. Um, it was wow. snowing in North Carolina. Uh, we had one of our four kids with us and we took a week and we went through every single thing that we owned that had been boxed up or furniture or anything like that. And we sorted it out right. and we were able oh. to say, is this something that is really making a difference in our life and do we need to take it? Or is this something we can part with? Like Marie um, Kondo, right? It was definitely a Marie Kondo time. Yeah. yeah. And we were pressured with time. I mean, we had a week. That's good. It, yep. Limits are really good. <laughs> yeah. Time so, and space limits. Definitely. So I always suggest, and there are things like I have children's books that are here in my studio that I've had for decades. They were, those were important to me. So they came, you know, different things yeah. like that. So I, I, I love how people do the Marie Kondo and they go through their homes and all that. But I feel yeah. like it has to be deeper than does this bring me joy? I think that right. word intention and inspiration and creating a sanctuary, I still go back to that word. Yeah. That word yeah. is so meaningful and on so many levels. Yeah. And yeah. um, you know, why are you holding on to something and what do you want to get from it? You know, there's energy from every piece, every everything that's around you, there's energy from it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I believe that too. Huh. Yeah. Okay. You're making me just want to like end right now and go home and start throwing things. But, but I envy people who can do this. Friends of ours move from California to um, uh, Louisiana and they literally, and that they, well, they intended to travel in an RV, but with the pandemic, they didn't, but mm -hmm. they literally got rid of like everything they owned. And oh, the thought of that feels so freeing, like just like yeah. a sense of lightness and so right, forth right so um yeah. but yeah. anyhow it's not going to happen anytime soon so. <laughs> <laughs> well so let's talk about some real ways real ways of um kind of creating sanctuary around yes, let's homes. Do some action action steps i'm not sure i'm going to be terribly helpful but <laughs> well i think you i think definitely and i think when you when we were talking about vignettes i think that's where i always start and yeah, okay talk to me about that yeah. So you have those vignettes already that you feel like there are vignettes. And I think mm -hmm. right now, I think right now it's, it's really just about going to look at them and, mm -hmm. and reflect over them, you know, pull a chair okay. up, 
You know, that's what I would say. Pull a chair up, grab a journal, sit and sit in that space and just take it in, you know, and just say, wow, that typewriter, I have that typewriter there because, you know, whatever, whatever. I have this picture of my father-in-law. There's a connection there. You know, what is that connection? I don't know. Uh You have to think about it. Yeah. You know, that's a great idea. You're so smart. This is why we're doing this because you're so smart and you come up with these great ideas. Well, it's things that we, that are real, that we live at. I, you know, and I have, I don't, I didn't have this picture, but I don't, you can't see these, but I have these three, um, these are block prints. You can't, can you see the little dogs? I made those in fourth grade. I made those in fourth grade. And they're block prints, linoleum block prints. And my mother had them framed for me. I don't know. I was probably a young adult. And those have been in every single studio that I've had. And they're meaningful to me. You know, they're a mark of, of my beginnings. And they're a mark of the fact that I was doing, you know, um, linoleum block printing in fourth grade. I mean, you know, craziness, right? (laughs) Pretty wild. And to the point that, you know, and then, and then the importance of having it framed and having validation as a young artist, you know, that's meaningful. So if you go through your home, you have those things, you have things that are, that trigger memories and confidence and self-esteem and also probably blocks of your journey you know the little the little um cobblestones of the path that you've taken and it's important to for me at least it's always been important to identify and be grateful Mm. be grateful for all of those little cobblestones on that path and even if those cobblestones end up being rocky and um yep they still are getting us to our sanctuary. They're still on that path to what our sanctuary is, whether that sanctuary is an internal feeling or if it is a physical dwelling. Um, Vignettes are where I always start, yeah. (laughs) Blown that away. Oh, just sorry about that. We got feedback. Do you know, just as you were saying that though, that I should go around my house, do you know that up until recently, I never put any of my own artwork up? Oh. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, very interesting. I'm talking to you about it. Like Mm -hmm. I never, all the books I make, they're always um, in my studio. So that would be either, you know, my studio outside the house or like tucked in the studio but right. none of them are ever out for like mm-hmm. you know guests to a house right. to see. and I I mean I wonder what that's all about like you know not showing myself not showing what I do not showing like part of who I am I keep that like hidden away in like a you keep it carpen- yeah it's car- it's compartmentalized and yeah. Yeah. you know and artists we're artists professionally but we're also artists as people I mean that's just who we are yeah. and I felt I, I've always had a lot of my art all around and I've always had, you know, right. we're, we're proud of our children's art, right? We put our children's art on the, oh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. On the, ref- right. So 
from a very young age, and I had pieces from when I was younger that I have around too, kind of to to see my beginnings. Oh, but yeah, no, nothing like that. But yeah, I will say that our, especially our family living space and even our guest room and, and our other rooms, all of our rooms, even mm -hmm. my bedroom, actually our bedroom, um, yeah. I have a mixture of both my art and artists that I collect. And I try to buy, I try to buy from contemporary artists, artists that are living now, and mm -hmm. I try to buy originals. So none of this go into like a Home Depot or a Hobby Lobby or any of this kind of crap and buy, sorry. Mm -hmm by licensed or printed artwork. I'm not going to do that. I, well, I, fine for some people. I mean, if that's what you like, <laughs> if that's what you like, that's great. If that's Go what you it. like, that's Go great. I don't want to yeah. offend anybody. But my <laughs> point being is that if you're making a one of a kind space to live in, that you have one of a kind art to help that space be yours. I got to write down that quote. That would be really good on like our yeah. thing that we send out after us. If, you yes, have, yeah. if you're trying to create a one of a kind space, you need one of a kind artwork to go in it. You do. Yeah, and, yeah no, and I agree. It, yeah, and curate it like a gallery. I mean, you all, you know, I really do. I look at it, I curate my house like a gallery. And I mm. also believe, and I mean, I've been in line at a Hobby Lobby picking up a pen or something like that. And I see people mm. in front of me with carts of, pre-made whatever it mass-produced art and it starts to frustrate me because if I'm ever there it's usually on like a Saturday morning or something like that and there's a farmer's market going on in town and there's artists yeah. that are set up at the farmer's market and oh, I just yeah. want to tell these people go support your neighbors go support yeah. a Lakelander that yeah. is making art and trying to sell it at the farmer's market that's a lot for these people to put themselves out there and sell their work Perhaps, you know yeah. Yeah, definitely. Go, That's a good point, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. to a local, a, a local gallery, go to a local, even a frame shop. Most of them have their, yes. their ties in with local artists and mm. even plant open shops. Studios. Yeah. Local sure. open studios and things you can get, you know, and then you can talk yeah. to the artist and then, exactly. you know, get the backstory behind the artwork. Yeah. Exactly. And that was the biggest thing when I was showing at Epcot or at Disney, mostly at Epcot was that yeah. People, more people bought my work there because we met and they would hear the uh, story from my, my lips as to how I created something. And then yeah. when they go home, mm. you know, they have that story along with it. Or even when I order mm. art online, I order it from somebody that I follow, that I pay, to, you know, that I, even earrings. So even earrings, they're going to be a piece yeah. of a work of art. They're going to be from yes. a jewelry artist. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, clothing. And I used, love ordering clothing from like artists I know. and Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, even no, if I, I don't know them, I will usually direct message them on Instagram or I'll direct message them somewhere and I will open a conversation with them. Very much like mm -hmm. I did with you when I first met you. It's like, yeah, right. I think we need to meet. Let's go. Yeah. Let's talk. You know? That was kind of funny. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, that's what, that was a while ago. Awesome. It was. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I am too. Okay, so, so uh, continue giving me advice. So, okay, so I'm okay. So, and everyone else. So we're sitting, we're sitting with our vignettes and we're journaling mm -hmm. about, you know, how we feel mm -hmm. about these things and aspects. What else could someone do to be more intentional about the way they curate their creative sanctuary, so, do you think? So the other thing, the next step that I usually go to is picking a piece that's a focal point somewhere. And whether you okay. already own it 
or you mm. go out and you seek it, you know, mm. that focal point, for example, if you look at, let me see if I can get back here. If you look at my meditation space here. Oh yeah, your lovely big um, Buddha. Oh my God, it's lovely. I love, so that piece, that um, mm. that Buddha, I, I just saw, I, that was Pier 1 before Pier 1 was, new, you know, kaput. And I knew I had to have that. Now those are pottery pieces that I, that are my pottery pieces around it. That's a blessing bowl, that kind of thing. Yeah. But both that Buddha and that, um, that cabinet, see that cabinet, it's oh, all yeah, mango wood. Those two things just, that was my focal point for starting that corner. And in right. that cabinet holds plant stained journals. It holds books about crystals and because I'm really into that kind of thing and holds um, my flower books that talk about the meanings of flowers and I have yeah. dried herbs inside of there I have all kinds of things like that and so that focal I know when I'm walking by that cabinet even if it's not opened or I'm not using things from it I know yeah. that it holds something very dear to me and that's the focus of that energy in that corner so it's a focal point does that make sense it's a focal point yeah so find the focal point within your home or keep your eyes open for one as you're sort of out and about right that, right that you want to bring into your home hmm. and interior designers will say it's a pop of color like they'll say oh you know yeah. like we have a gray sectional sofa and they'll say oh like pop a red pillow on her something like that and that's your focal point that's not what i'm mm. talking about i'm no, no, talking I about talking about yeah, yeah, something that's connecting to you internally. You know, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, hmm. And then I don't shop in sets. That's the other thing. I don't shop really? in sets. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Shopping in sets. If something comes, like you were talking about having a bedroom set or having oh, oh a kitchen. Me. Yeah, or having you know some. I don't shop in sets. I shop. Um, I'm and a lot of people do, and it's lovely. It's beautiful. But yeah, it might I be am, just for their, their not just their style. But the, exactly. It might be their style yeah. and that's fine. For me, if if it's a table, like I don't want to, I'm not going to buy a table and chair set because it matches. I'm going to buy a table that speaks to me because my family's going to gather around it and we're going to feel gratitude for each other. But yeah. I'm also going to, then I'm going to pick the seating that is going mm -hmm. to be comfortable and inviting and bringing us together to sit there for a while and a lot of times the table set the dining set doesn't do that the chairs no. don't you know they're not comfortable they you're right i'm thinking of my dining room table it's lovely but it matches yeah huh. so i have a, a dining room so in our dining area uh, is another mm -hmm. settee i have another I have a purple yeah. settee. I love these settees because yeah, I, I have one right my settee. <laughs> I know. I love these settees. I just want to come lie on one, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, to me, a settee brings me to the old-fashioned artists at Adelaide's that they're sitting around and they're creating art and they're talking and they're drinking their wine or coffee or whatever it is. And yeah. Um, and so that's is going to be smoking probably <laughs> exactly right but that was the sense that i wanted around the dining room table right. so gotcha. yeah 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 so i don't i don't do sets yeah i don't do sets like, to be honest i think the dining room table is extremely emotive like in our family it's a really important space it's where you come oh, together yeah. you know like every day for you know every 
every day we have dinner at that dining room table. Well, and sometimes we sit on the couch now that my right, right, home. right. But when she right. was younger, and, and most nights now, you know, you 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 meet every at the end of every day at that table, and you mm-hmm. you eat together. You you know, you talk about the day. You bring gratitude to that table. You're nourished right. at that table. It's very emotive. I do like the idea of not having a set, like intentionally choosing. So maybe yeah. because I already have this very expensive set, maybe I need to like get some interesting cushions and fabrics that talk to me. And maybe I'll put a vignette on the dining room table. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So meaningful to me and my family and the, the sense that I want to create there. Right. That's so right. See, but do you see me doing this? It's going to be yeah. round and oh, like gathering. Mm-hmm. And that makes a difference too. Shape makes a difference. You know, when you're looking at things, I'm, I'm, I don't like corners. Corners put me off. Oh, and so, so you like I like round th- things. Yeah, I like rounded things. And um, although we have a rectangular table, it has a lot of curves in the footing and all of that that's on it. Gotcha. So you just start to, you know, one of the things I've told people over the years too is to just start a little list. And it's easier to do it on your phone now too. Just yeah. things that that pop in your mind that you like, you know. Yeah. Um, I like, yeah, just right. Keep a, you know, make a make a little lookbook of things that you, you know. When we were yeah. building the studio edition, I had a lookbook that yeah. um, obviously not nearly, probably ninety percent of it didn't come to fruition. But oh, those, no. but, but those images fed yeah. into my stream of thinking to you know yeah for how it's a sense work. of the kind of the sense of feeling that you right. wanted to create right. in that space right huh. and then colors I, mean, I, I know and I know we're almost out of time but colors are so important and I just I just want to kind of reiterate to people don't choose colors because you're supposed to choose those colors you know don't mm, don't do don't don't do anything because you're supposed to you right. know, at this, especially in our age, at our, at our time, if you're, you know, whatever, if you're redecorating, whatever, like choose the things that make a difference to you. Don't say, well, that space is supposed to be the dining area. So I have to make a dining room out of it. Right. No, that might be a great sitting room. And yeah. you might want your dining table in a different part of the house. Yeah. You know, you might want it near the window. You might, if it's just two of you, you might want to have a little, you know, space there. I think the biggest thing about creating your own sanctuary, whether it's your physical space or your emotional yeah. space, is to get rid of the rules that you have been told through right. our you know, society. No. HGTV. Exactly. <laughs> no. Yeah. There are no decorating police that are going to come to your door and say, you did that wrong, you know? Yeah, well, you're not going to let them in anyway. So that's I'm not going to let mine in. They're going to stay outside. Thank you very much. That's right. <laughs> now, for that being well, said, I do love having guests. I do love having people come I, in. And like I said, I'm I just te- teasing you. But yeah, and but I am. If an interior designer came and knocked on my door tomorrow, I mean, I might let them in just for a little bit of advice. But yeah. Still, I would rather have you come and help me create my sanctuary. <laughs> well, and that's the difference with, um, I'll leave you with this because I we started out with this was, um, mm-hmm. I think when you and I did our first podcast and we were talking about scrapbooking and I was a professional and I was a professional scrapbook, was one scrapbooker. Yes, yes <laughs> I remember. Oh and, one of, and one of the really important things was to go into people's homes to see how they live before I did their scrapbook. That's 
that's right I remember mm-hmm. god that was a long you've got a good memory that's a long time ago it's a long time that's ago right yeah. because yeah. you've learned so much about the person by being in their home and seeing how they are in their home exactly exactly and so you know so keep that in mind that you know mm. you're creating a space it's no longer especially with us with grown children and now we have a yeah. grandbaby so I know I'm gonna have to baby proof a little bit at some point but you know, we're no longer creating a space for others. We're creating a yeah. space for us. Yes, that's you know? a big difference. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge difference. Well, yeah. I, I think like we should wrap things up, but I feel like, I don't know if this is the way we thought the conversation was going to go, but it's <laughs> only like opened my eyes. No, but it's opened my eyes to a whole new way of looking at my home and my creative space and just maybe just that my whole home is creative space as well as, you know, interior and exterior. And so I'm I'm ready to go. And you're in it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I look at my home as another part of my muse, you know, and it's inspiring. And so you're in it. So just do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just, I think, and I don't, you know, I definitely don't want to encourage everybody to go throw out everything they own and have to buy new because that is definitely not what we're talking about. No, no, absolutely not. No, but no, that's um, not what you're saying but just curate perhaps let's curate. be more intentional about exactly our spaces so that they inspire yeah. our creativity and not kind of squash it down or, or bury it almost right and the and the one of a kind that's the that's the other thing is just you know you're one of a kind your family is one of a kind so bring in one home. of a kind yeah into your home thank you yeah yeah all right so. well i think we're all we all have our work to do <laughs> well thank you my dear this has been fun this has been um, great fun doing this thank you and i look forward to seeing where our future goes together there 